Welcome back to Under the Teen Fluence, the show where we give advice to teens based on our past experiences. My name is Yasmin, and I'll be your host today. With me, I have Ginny, Liz, and Leslie, and we're the prevention team from NCADD San Fernando Valley. Today, we're going to be talking about a little bit about Earth Day, um, our experience on being peer pressured, and marijuana use. And with that being said, I would like to introduce our guest speaker today, Alyssa. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Um, like. Um, they mentioned my name is Alyssa. I am a youth specialist at Phoenix House, which is another nonprofit organization focused on substance use prevention and substance use treatment. Um, I'm also the cannabis lead for their cannabis program. So this is really just a perfect, um, you know, segment for me to be on. So thank you for having me. Also, just really quickly wanted to plug that Phoenix House is having an event on 420. It's called Pot With Us. We're going to have, you know, it's kind of a play on words, marijuana, pot, and then pot with us. Like we're going to be planting or not planting, painting <laughs> free flower pots for y'all. We're going to be providing food. There's going to be music. It's going to be a really good time. We're going to be offering different resources and there's going to be a bunch of different community um, organizations there to promote the resources that they offer, different alternatives for teens and things like that. So come through if you would love to, you know, stop by. We'd love to have you. Um, it's going to be at our Lakeview Terrace location from four to seven. I'm sure the girls will plug it on their Instagram or something so y'all can get all the info. What is? Yeah, what an interesting take yeah. on, on a 420 <laughs> event since we know that 420 tends to mean something completely uh, different or, um, you know, in the marijuana a world. So I just think it's a really fun event. Um, does that mean you're going to be giving out some kind of like educational information on marijuana use to teens or? Or yes. can you elaborate more on for those that actually don't know what 420 means? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, so yes, there will be an educational portion of the event. We will be providing um, educational resources and uh, postcards that have like facts about marijuana, Prop 64, which is the law that makes marijuana legal for recreational use in California. And we're going to be, did I mention we're doing a presentation? I don't think you no. did. Okay, well, we're going to be having a presentation at the event as well, um, more focused on like what 420 is and like what um, cannabis culture is, especially here in California. I feel like um, that's kind of where it all started. Um, so uh -huh. I don't know if any of y'all knew where 420 came from. No, um, I did not. Really. Okay, so <laughs> there's a lot of different theories. A lot of people hear a lot of rumors and like myths about where 420 came from. But it actually started in California with a group of high school students from San Rafael High School. And basically what had happened was they had heard that there was a Coast Guard um, member um, who had a farm of marijuana and mm. that was it was abandoned. So they basically found a map or either the Coast Guard gave it to them. I don't really know where they got the map from. But every day after school at 4.20 p.m., they um, would set on this adventure to try and find what? the abandoned marijuana crop. <laughs> and unfortunately, I mean, maybe fortunately, they were unsuccessful <laughs> in finding it. But it just kind of carried from there. Like 4.20 was the meeting spot. We're going to go, you know, smoke marijuana and try to find more marijuana. And then it also got more widespread because um, I don't know if any of y'all know who the Grateful Dead are. That's mm -hmm. a, it's a, mm -hmm. yeah, okay. it's a band. Yeah, it's a band. Um, so basically, those um, high schoolers were like really close with the members of the Grateful Dead, um, mm -hmm. and that's kind of how it got more widespread through. Mm -hmm. How know, long was that? Um, it was in nineteen. Oh gosh, I Sorry. don't remember the year. <laughs> it was either late sixties, early seventies. 
Um, but yeah, you know, that was just the time. It was a different time. You know, marijuana was abundant, you know, so that's probably was safer back then. <laughs> yeah, it was a different yeah. culture back then. It didn't have so much THC time. concentration in it. Exactly, exactly. It was it laced with things? <laughs> Talking about times now, have y'all witnessed anything on 420, whether you were in High school, maybe. I have an recently. interesting story. Um, I remember um, four tw- when I was in high school, 420 um, actually landed on the weekend of Coachella. Mm. Um, I think like it was like on Friday or something. So my school was like, we were really like, I guess, liberal, I guess you can say. I don't know how you would explain it. But they basically knew that nobody was going to show up because it's 420 or they're going to be ditching. And also Coachella, a lot of kids are going to Coachella. Right. So they're just going to ditch anyway to head over to Coachella. So we had 420 off that day. Oh my oh, God. Wow. Yeah, it was so wow. very so open minded. Yeah, it was really oh weird. God. But wow. that was the only time that's ever happened to me. So, wow. Yeah, wow. it was very strange. That's wild. All I've heard of, like, um, like some of the dispensaries or, like, the shops will have, like, sales, like, special discounts yeah. or, just, or, like, really great deals uh-huh, on, like, yeah. the products that they're selling. Like, or for $20 or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, and, oh. and I feel like that's how they entice, you know, youth to come in. But. Yeah, because it's probably cheaper for them on that, mm-hmm. too. Marijuana can get expensive. And I'm assuming <laughs> the kids are like, this is a great time to start because it's cheaper. Like, <laughs> so, let's start today, yeah. you know. So that's yeah, just thing. today, it's going to, yeah. like, accumulate throughout the I've also seen that most dispensaries will also have like this little party outside or the thing yeah. with the whole like taco stands oh, music. Yeah. it's a whole celebration kind of like a little farmers market as well for that day for mm-hmm. that celebration yeah like the the one the day I finally realized how big 420 was mm-hmm. was when I was living in San Francisco like I didn't like I knew about 420 culture even before a little bit like I had friends who obviously smoked on that day I I knew people that you know cared about it and I didn't think it was this serious until I went to college because on 420 I remember I think it was my freshman year uh some of my friends who did smoke they were like oh let's go to um I think it was the Golden State Park and I was like okay like everyone's meeting up there like we're talking about everyone I was like who's everyone but I was like all right whoever these everyone's let's are go. let's go <laughs> so we went I am not kidding I thought I was like I thought I was witnessing like one of like the biggest band concerts in like the world. Like I'm talking about like it was the whole Golden State Park had like little okay, you know in SpongeBob, like the little like um you know like the little uh like what are they called? Like the little fish, like they're all like the same, they look exactly the same, and when they come in swarms. Barnacles? No. no. I know what fish you're talking about. Like the anchovies. Okay, so imagine that, like in like around Krusty Krab. Have you seen that scene when those like anchovies? Anyone know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. If you kids out there are listening, like I'm talking about that's how many it was I couldn't even walk. Like everyone, like as soon as 420 hit and at 420, the dot, everyone took like a hit from their joint from wherever they had. And I kid you not, I was like surrounded in fog of, of like smoke. And I was like, I've never in my life didn't like, I just never thought 420 was that serious until that day. And I was like, oh my God, you people like, this is actually a thing for people. And then I was like, dang, like, wow, like this must be pretty, this must be pretty intense. But I personally... I've never really enjoyed smoking because one, I've never had the best experiences. So this is why I recommend those young kids not to, because sometimes the first time is not, 
it's not going to be the best thing for you. Sometimes people can like have like reactions. Like I knew somebody that literally passed out taking one hit from a joint. My sister was sent to the ER. Yeah, like was things happen. Bad. Things from happen. One, so that's, from one, it wasn't edible. I'm pretty sure you know. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> like this is another reason why we recommend not to use just because sometimes just using once you just don't know what can happen or someone can be using it obviously maybe the, you know they're having a great time but like what if you trip and fall from being so like out of it and then you get hurt just from doing that yeah. so yeah but you know that day no i was i never realized how serious it was and there was a lot of people there there was kids there there was parents with their kids there <gasps> Oh, like wow. it was kids like yeah kids youngsters? no I'm talking, well like teens like oh, 16 15 dang. but i mean not toddlers yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, <laughs> but it was still i knew they were kids and i was just like dang like is this is this really a thing and so yeah so now i'm just i didn't realize how serious it was until then but yeah that was crazy well, thank you, Jenny, for sharing <laughs> some, some of the, the consequences <laughs> that you, you said, you know, people passing out, people um, going sent, being sent to the ER um, for one hit of marijuana. And especially nowadays, you don't know what's in marijuana products anymore, especially if you're getting them um, like illegally a, from the street the or, streets, you know, yeah. not from a licensed dispensary. They're going to be laced with something. I'm sure we've seen it all over the news. Uh, marijuana products being laced with fentanyl or other products. Um but yeah, let's try and talk about peer pressure now. Um, from those ex stories or maybe other people's stories that you've heard of, how many of those people were peer pressured to even take, you know, the edible, the or, edible? Yeah. you know, your friends are there and they're like, oh, I got this brownie on 420. We should all go to the back of the school and, you know, to eat it or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I've definitely been peer pressured as a young teen to smoke marijuana. Um, wasn't a good decision. I did end up, you know, getting pressured. It worked, um, unfortunately Aww. for me. Um, but also just like to all the young girls out there, don't let no snuggy noise, little boy, like, you know, try to influence you and peer pressure you into doing do things thing. you don't want to do. It doesn't matter if it's drugs or whatever, like, you know, stand your ground. You know, obviously I wish I had somebody telling me that when I was like, you know, around that age. So just a heads up on that. But it was some, you know, little boy who, you know, Mm -hmm. I liked and peer pressured me into smoking marijuana. And it was like, I guess not. A, I mean, it wasn't a good idea to begin with because like, obviously we're underage. We shouldn't be smoking to begin with. At the time it was illegal in California. So a lot of bad things could have happened. We could have gotten caught by like the police. Like I could have had to go to the ER or mm -hmm. something. So yeah, I mean, you know, just, you know, PSA for all those um, young girls and boys out there, you know, don't let anybody peer pressure you into doing anything you don't want to. That's why it's really important to have some really great resistance and refusal skills. <laughs> I wish I had What's, those. Have you guys ever <laughs> used any of your refusal skills or how, even just in general, not just from like marijuana, but like, are you guys good at saying no? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big no person. I'm, yeah. if I'm, I will not be peer pressured to doing anything that I don't want to. Yeah. Um, it still happens now. Like actually I'm a full grown adult and people start like, Ooh, you're not drinking at this party tonight. Why don't you drink? No, no, I'm not. No. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. you know, no, just I being confident a... in the way you say no. Yeah, I had a friend who was like boy crazy, and like <laughs> this boy, he was he was not a good influence on her, and she would do he would do drugs, and she would be easily influenced by him, and like I would witness it, and I'd be like, dude, just walk away. Like, why are you, you don't even have to say no? Like, literally leave. Like, don't even. <laughs> But she wouldn't listen, and thankfully nothing happened to her. She's still safe, but she did try drugs because of a boy, which was unfortunate. But um, 
again, nothing happened to her. But yeah, she didn't know how to say no. Like she was those people pleasers. Like she couldn't say no to anybody. Mm -hmm. Like if someone asked her to do something, she would still say yes. And I'm like, but you don't want to do why. that. So why are you saying yes? Like even if it was drugs or not drugs, she still said yes, which I mean, it's not the worst thing in a personality. I'm glad that, you know, you're trying to help or in general, just trying to make people happy. But yeah, that was something that um, she needed help on refusal skills. And I tried telling her, but I mean, the only thing I said was just walk away. I don't know if that really helped. There probably was others that I could have used, but that was my best um, advice for her at the time. Well, walking yeah. away is a refusal yeah, skill. Yeah, and then if you ha also have trouble saying no, like you can also just try to change the situation, you know, kind of redirect them, like have them talk about something else or um body language yeah body eye contact, contact. Uh, yeah. contact yeah that would definitely help <laughs> make sure your tone also matches like your body language and mm -hmm. stuff like that because i could be slouching here and be like now nah, i'm good and they'll be like hey like just just do it you know like yeah. you know i'm like oh, okay maybe i should really be assertive and be like yeah maybe no like i'm standing my ground this is where i'm drawing the line so and if all fails always just leave the situation like jenny was saying you yeah. know probably don't hang out with those type of people anymore and if they're pressuring you and pressuring you and pressuring you, maybe they're not your group of true friends. True. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Also, really quick, I, I just thought of one that happened to me recently. I got offered a drug at a party. <gasps> but I know. Gasped, <laughs> shocked. Um, but, um, and it wasn't a good one. It was not that they're all any of them no. are good, but like you know what I mean. It was yeah, a really yeah, bad yeah. one. Compared and to the others, <laughs> yeah, it was a really bad one. And instead, like, I didn't want to leave the party, and like these people were like my friends, and it wasn't like they were pressuring me over and over. It was just like a one-time, hey, you should try this, and I was like, <sighs> so instead of like maybe like giving an excuse or like walking away, like these. Um, people have mentioned maybe you can just like lie and be like oh no I'm already too faded like but thanks you know like mm -hmm. just kind of lie and be like oh, I'm too drunk or I'm too faded like I'm good for right now I want to actually even if you're sober yeah, like it's a good reason to lie that. I kind of yeah. want to add on to that because recently I was also offered a really hard drug when I was like hanging out with an old co-worker and he asked me like hey do you do you want to try this and I said no and then he was like, all right, like that was literally it. And that's like, I guess the type of people that I appreciate because he only asked me once, he respected it and he never brought it up yeah. again. And I'm just like, I thought about it the other day and I was like, okay, like there are actually those people that, yeah, sure, they'll ask maybe just to be nice or whatever you want to say, but they'll, if they truly respect you, once is enough for them asking. Because yeah. I only had to say one, no once and he was like, okay about it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Cool. I they didn't bug you after that. Yeah. yeah. They didn't no. bug me oh, after. see, that's and, like, that's and no is an answer. Like no is a complete sentence. Yeah. Like you don't even have to give a reason. Like no should be enough. Yep. You know. So. And keep said, in mind that there's also direct social pressure and that there's indirect social pressure. So that pretty much means that if you're at a party and everyone is using some sort of drug and you feel like oh you have to do it because everyone is doing it. Mm. Like keep in mind that you could also still be no and mm -hmm. once again mm -hmm. use those refusal skills that you guys know about and just stay sober safe clean yeah i like that i like that speaking of like just in general things <laughs> that's happening in april <laughs> that's happening in april yeah. um are you guys gonna celebrate earth day do you guys have a way to celebrate earth day do you yeah. do anything specific on earth day like maybe recycle <laughs> on that day <laughs> i plant that day you like plant? i actually go to my backyard and like plant and then hope that things don't die <laughs> the next few months but yeah that's what i do and um no, yeah i love earth day i think every day should be earth day we only that. have one planet that we live on you guys we should mm -hmm. take care of it she takes care of us 
Um, so this Earth Day, I do plan on also planting. Yeah. I also work at a middle school, and I'm part of their garden club. Like, I'm the lead for their garden cute. club. So hopefully we're going to do some cute little potting and like planting activities for them for Earth Day. Obviously, Earth Day, I think, is on a weekend. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Yeah. So hopefully on that <laughs> Friday, we can go ahead and do something for them. You know, um, DEA Drug Take Back actually happens this Earth Day. Um, pretty much you can go. We have two locations in the San Fernando Valley if y'all are interested. Um, I believe one of them is the San Fernando Police Department. Station yeah. Department. And the other one is at Kaiser in the Panorama City. Uh, pretty much you can go and drop off any unused or expired meds and vape pens as well, rather than disposing them unsafely, you know, in the trash or flushing them down the toilet. So what is DEA Take Back for those of you who don't know? Does anybody want to explain it? <laughs> I'll go ahead and explain it. <laughs> so um, DEA Drug Take Back is a day, um, like it happens in April and October, so twice a year. Um, you can go ahead and dispose of any unused or unwanted medications. Um, like um, Leslie mentioned, they are having it at the San Fernando Police Department and the Kaiser Permanente in Panorama City from 10 to 2 p.m. If anybody's available to do that, um, it'd be great if you guys, um, again, dispose of any unused or unwanted medication. Maybe you have a grandparent that has, you know, some laying around. Just a good idea. So, like, you know, younger kids or even pets don't get into your medication. We don't want to be flushing them down the toilet because it is Earth Day and we don't want to, you know, pollute our waterways and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. And also, if you can't go to either the San Fernando Police Station or Kaiser, uh, a lot of the pharmacies also have somewhere where you can dispose of them on a regular basis. So it doesn't just have to be on this day specifically. Um, you can do this at any time. Um, they don't question you or anything. You just dispose of the medication whenever you're ready. If you don't want it, you don't need it. It's just best, especially if anyone who's an adult and like maybe has kiddos who like to like look around or look through the cabinets and stuff like that. It's just best to kind of get rid of it, first of all, in a safe way, obviously, and second, just to like make sure that it's not around for any kid to just want, you know, want to try it just out of curiosity. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend just doing this on a regular basis, even though obviously we still have um, April coming up for us to do this as well. Yeah. Also, feel free to explain this to your parents. I know, I don't know if y'all really, but I come from like a Hispanic Latino household. So they uh, kind of unfortunately tend to just like throw it away in the trash. And I've been telling them like, hey, that's not safe. And they're like, well, where else am I going to go? And it's like, yeah, like um, Alyssa and everyone else just mentioned, like just uh, if you want to explain this to your parents, please go ahead. Um, especially if you like live by the San Fernando Police Department or by Kaiser Permanente in the Panorama City, just um, be like, hey, I realized that you guys aren't using like these medications. They've been on the table or they've been in the medicine cabinet for too long. Maybe it's time like to go like I'm pretty sure if y'all are like not driving and stuff, maybe kindly ask them if you guys could go and like uh, do it yourself. And then there um, there's most likely going to be information that you probably didn't know before. So that'd be like great for y'all and hopefully your parents can understand why now it's important to like not flush it down the toilet or throw it away in the trash or give it to other family members because I know some of my parents kind of do that too and I'm like oh, okay but you know yeah. you try it. <laughs> and Phoenix House uh, my organization will be at both locations if you want to check out our booth get some free resources on year-round locations and disposal sites um, check us out feel free to come by. Yeah, and NCADD will be at the Kaiser at the Kaiser Permanente location, I believe, from ten to twelve. And I believe we'll possibly be giving out lock boxes, more information, mm -hmm. as well as these little pouches that you can actually dispose your medications in there, mix it in with water, and that that is safely to actually throw in the trash as well. Any other comments? 
Anybody? I think we're wrapped up. All right. Up. Uh, nice. So hopefully everyone can join us at either of these fun events that we've mentioned. So at a Phoenix Phoenix Houses Pot With Us or at the DEA Drug Take Back. And we hope we see you around. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. Have Bye. a fun April. <laughs> okay. Bye.